Hello. How are you? Hi there. I'm well. How are you, Ben? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. I promise not to go on about the heat too much, but I'm feeling it. But other than that, I'm very well. You'll see me taking very reserved small sips of water. Water. So I make so it yeah. makes yeah, right. So I can do <laughs> 45 minutes. Otherwise, <laughs> my God. Anyway. If you, if you end up needing, I don't know, to like run around your house or you no, know, not run, walk, crawl to a fan, you know, bring it closer. Look, please feel free to my- do that. I've got this fan right behind me. It's kind of blowing oh, right uh, on back my at the back. nape of your neck. Yeah, right. Which is why I have my head up rather than like down. Yeah. You don't want to get the billowy effect here, you know? Yeah, I mean, when I have it from the front, so it blows in the breeze, you know. That's that's what we're yeah. looking for. <laughs> I like to go for, for the, uh, the, the the shampoo style um, advert kind of look, you know, because yeah. I'm worth it, all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure that still exists anymore. What is it? What, what is that? What? Uh, oh, I'm I'm old. That's from like probably from the '90s when Jennifer Anderson was, Rev, was doing. Was that Revlon or I'm trying to remember because I I don't remember what brand it belongs to though because I'm like it. Oh, maybe she's worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline is that one? But oh, now it's gonna be stuck in my head. That's maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I it's a sign of a really quite a failed advert when you remember the tagline but not the product. <laughs> but not the product. The Maybelline one, it's in there, so you really can't miss that one. Yeah, um, it's yeah. true. Whoever it reminds me of this. Ep- right, there's this episode yeah. of The Office. I'm not sure if you've seen it. There's this one of the characters can't remember the 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 um, Kit Kat. And it's like, um, break me off a piece of that something, something. Yes. <laughs> something. <laughs> Which is funny because that, that advert didn't exist in the UK. We've never had to just break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Kit Kat bar. Like, yeah. Break know. you off and a piece I, of that something, something really would have fit the bill really well. It would have been fantastic. Break me off a piece of that whatever, something or other, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love the intros of these things. They're so random. Um <laughs> Whatever you want it to be. (laughs) I know, right? There's so much control and power. Let's just talk about anything. Um, Do you want to do like a quick intro about yourself? And we can can take it from there. That'd be cool about who you are and what you do with that kind of stuff. I'm going to turn my light down ever so slightly so I don't blind myself. I've got a a strip light right in front of my face and it points directly at me. It's very bright. Okay. I think that's slightly better. Um, Hi, everyone. My name is Azure McFarlane. Uh, What what do I do for, for an intro? What do you want me to say? Oh, like what do you do? Like you know, do? like I'm what? What do you do? Basket weaver. No, uh, right, exactly. <laughs> long walks on the beach. That's all long walks on the beach. Yes. Uh, so Azure. Yes, I share a name with the cloud. Uh, I work as a consultant for HSO, uh, which is hardware software organization, uh, based out of the United States. Well, companies based out of Netherlands. I'm United States branch, and I work in Power Platform. And so I've been here for about six months and previously I worked in pharmaceuticals and that's, I cool. think that's kind of it. I'm a Microsoft that's MVP in biz apps and wow. yeah. Check you out. Very impressive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say also probably owner of the most iconic headphones in the, the oh, kind of, I mean, they thank are you. pretty cool. I got to say. You know, I cool. they didn't have the ones with the cat ears, or else I would have gotten those. But that's that's okay. They were sold out. I was desperate. I just needed a pair of a pair of headphones that I could game with and then also use on my computer. So oh, you're fair. welcome. Yeah. I think they're Razer brand, R A Z E R. If anybody okay. cares, yeah. um, but yeah, nice. treated me well. So thank you. What what uh, what gaming do you do? I'm curious now. 
Oh, I haven't really gamed in a while, mm. but yeah. I do some Red Dead and Save. Mm. Yeah, I, I I miss playing. Nice. I should call some friends and, yeah. and do that at, at some point. I used to do like League of Legends a little bit and some Overwatch on PC. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, these days not not so much. Should <laughs> I miss I miss being a gamer? <laughs> Gotta say it was great. Okay, so I, our goal is to resume being gamers. Or... Yeah, that's that's just my life ambition, really, in general. Let's just, just go back to being a gamer. Okay, was, Ian, what do you play? Uh, a bit of GTA Five as well. I preferred like racing games. I really enjoyed. Um, what did I play? Been so long. I played a what, on the Xbox. What the hell was that racing game called again? It's driving me crazy. See, marketing team again. Failure. I think this is just my aging memory, to be honest, and the heat's just <laughs> melting my brain. This like because uh, I when I had, had Xbox, I used to play Gran Turismo, which was awesome. I love Gran Turismo. It was like one of my favorite games. Anything racing involved, mm -hmm. um, or anything online shooter, to be honest. But it has to be online shooter because if it's just like story mode, I get immediately bored and even worse, immediately lost. I'm like, where is anything? I've been through this door like twenty five times. So you need other people to help corral you to go to the right place? Uh, just like hide behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me. I, I didn't say I was great at gaming. So a lot of times like, I'm going to ride along in this yeah. chase because if you let me drive, we're going to crash more than That's likely. Basically, it, yeah. Speaks to me needing to just play more. Really, that said, all of our problems will be solved if we just continue to game. We won't forget yeah. names. We'll get better at driving. We can hide Good behind point. people. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it was always the indignity of being like owned all the time by. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mind the fact they were 14 because they got like, oh, people are like, oh, yeah, these 14 year olds. It's like, yeah, of course they because they get the game and they have to do nothing in their lives other than go to school and game. That's it. You know what I mean? It's amazing. You have so a jealous. really good point. Adulthood is a scam. That's what I'm convinced. It is just right. a scam. Right. And now I'm sitting here talking about how I want to play games more often, but at the same time, because I'm a massive hypocrite, I'm telling my kids they can't they play can. very often. No. It's jealousy. It's projection. That's all it is. 100% jealousy. 100% jealousy. <laughs> but at the same time, when I play Mario Kart with them, I refuse to let them win. I'm not letting them win. You know what? I've been playing Mario Kart since I was like 10 years old. It's like the only skill set that I've had for like almost 30 years now. Am I going to pretend that it doesn't exist? No, I'm going to completely kick your ass. <laughs> I know. I think that's fair. You're going yeah. to continue to use that skill set. So. And it teaches them that there's no shame in finishing second, right? I like because your parenting style. Maybe just like, you know, selfishness. But okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're going we're, we're gonna to call it modern parenting. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Modern I'm parenting. I'm going to win. I'm coming in first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I don't think you should. I don't know if you should actually listen to me, um, but I, I'm I'm supportive. I would consider that like secondary information. The most important mm -hmm. information is that you support that me and agree with, with me. Sir? Yeah, exactly. Just and agree. Then, hey. You don't have kids. Doesn't matter. You're still entitled to an, an, an opinion, and because and you're more entitled to it. You know why? Because it's the same as mine. This is just how it works. You know. <laughs> I think I. I think that's appropriate. Anybody in the in the YouTube chat can just press F for the children. So, you know. 
Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving away from game, we'll get, get, get back to gaming at some point. It's probably, actually, this is probably a good point, actually, by Werner. It's just the, uh, the first generation that their parents also play video games. So That's point, true. You know, that's a really good that's point. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to eat. Look, Ben, you don't have to grow up. Like, this is just continue doing the same things that you were doing. Mm. Um my my boyfriend was like, I was raised on Halo. I was like, what millennial man at this point was not raised on Halo? And look, you turned out just fine. So including this in your in your parenting and then teaching the kids, A plus. I tell, I tell you one thing, though. The most concerning moment I ever had when I was gaming, like when I was in my mid-20s, I spent a lot of time, right, not a lot of time, maybe like six months where I was gaming, like pretty much that's all I was doing. Because I was like between things, as we'll say. Um, anyway, the point was, I'd been playing, um, I don't know, whatever it was back then, Call of Duty, whatever. And because I'm not very good, sometimes I'll just, you know, oh, I'll just snipe because I want to kill people and then not die. And I know everyone hates snipes. I know, I get it, whatever. But I was doing it. So anyway, <laughs> the point is, I was doing it for a long time. And this is, I don't know why I'm admitting this is pretty shameful. I was doing it for a long time. And at one point, I thought, okay, enough. I've got to move and do something today. So I got off my sofa, went and have a shower. And the, apart the apartment that I was living in back then, the shower was kind of like, have had the window open. You could hear people talking quite easily on the street. And I was showering, washing my hair, whatever, stuff that you do. And I heard someone on the street, and I was on the third floor, I heard someone on the street talking. My first instinct, my first instinct, and this is really terrifying, my first instinct was to grab my sniper rifle before they shot me. Okay, you know, does Call of Duty even have showers? No, it was just, just it was so weird. It was like I'd been playing for so long. I was in such this mindset. I was like, yeah, I got to go. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that doesn't exist. Yeah, it don't like, you, exist you were you were in the game. It, I was it, so amazed. Yeah, I'm gonna grab my sniper rifle because I'm in the shower and I heard somebody talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very con disconcerting. Anyway. <laughs> We'll probably take that moment to move on from computer games and my, my clear, clear problems, right? And uh, Everybody, the moral of the story is just don't play all day. Like, give yourself an hour and then hop in the shower. And then maybe you won't mistake your neighbors for... You know, people neighbors. who are trying to admit to you. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I love, the, I love the, the, um, the, the cloud conversations that you do, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. They're really, really cool. I mean, that kind of this... Obviously, I enjoy this conversational style um, that you do. So it's really, it's it's a nice thing to watch. And I really like the, the, the topics that you cover, which is very varied and stuff. Um, how long have you been doing those? Oh, I joined the team, I think, in January. Um, so it used to be, so for, for reference, um, I co-host a podcast called Cloud Conversations. Um, and it's with Peter Rising, Rue Campbell, and Kat Greenan. So I'm the only Eastern person. Everybody else is based out of Europe. Um, the team used to originally be just Peter and Rue. And then late last year, early this year, they're looking to expand uh, the team. So they asked me and Kat to join. And so Rue and Pete are more IT, Microsoft purview folks. Okay. And then Kat does Teams and then I'm in Power Platform. So it was just a nice uh, way to bring in some more like tech diversity in there. Mm. And then cool. uh, also just some mm. some more variety in terms of hosts. So I know because the mm. I understand that doing something on your own and on a very frequent basis can be 
a lot. So the guys were like, this mm. gives us also the opportunity to kind of spread things out and bring some more people from, you know, other parts of the Microsoft ecosystem that maybe wouldn't have contact with, but very conversational podcast. I thoroughly enjoy mm. the ones podcasts that are very conversational uh, mm. just because they're easy to listen easy to listen to it sounds yeah. like you're dropping in on a conversation between friends mm -hmm. and uh so i i gravitate towards those myself <laughs> yeah and they are and I, I it tends to me for me if i if there's a technical uh podcast or, or vodcast or whatever you want to call them you know um if it's on at that time and i and i see it i'll watch it but i'll never watch it on mm -hmm. like playback but if it's conversational then i will mm -hmm. watch it on playback i agree um, i agree because I don't know why. Maybe it's clearly sort of a preference thing. Like, it's a for, for technical information, if you're right there and then, okay, I get it. I'm consuming it. Or I can just in the future just, just Google it rather than watching it again. Right. But I don't know. It's something. I feel like if it's uh, if I'm learning something, I feel like I have to be actively listening and maybe like participating, whether it's notes or Googling or, or something or other. And yeah. for us, we talk about tech things, but not enough in depth where it's you feel like you have to like write this down right now or learn it. Uh, exactly. So we, we normally talk about what people do for their careers and, you mm. know, if it's things like setting for licensing, be like tips to help you mm. prepare for that. Um, but yeah, if it's any super technical, I know um, Peter does demos. He's been trying out okay. something new and doing like demo videos for, for mm. things that he's working on. So that might end up being like a more permanent addition. But yeah, in, in that case, I wouldn't expect anybody to just sit sit and listen to that because they wouldn't know what was going on <laughs> it's, it's hard, yeah. i mean this is why for these i also do this like a like a an audio or only podcast as well because it's also easier to, to um, you know watch or in that case listen to on the go um yeah, do you think this might be an annoying question for you because i'm sure you get it all the time did you think your name your um because uh, by the way actually i'm gonna ask you you have this video in your profile how to pronounce your name right and how to pronounce yes. i'm gonna say sure right <laughs> Yes, um, yes, that's how I pronounce it. Yes. Okay. I mean, as you say in the video, you or your mom actually um, named you, and we're not going to argue with well with, with either, either of you really. So that's its pronunciation. It's that's it. Um, that's that's it. Mama Cloud got the final say. So. <laughs> I will um, tell my team because it always confused me from day one that my team called it Asia, and it's I was like, what are you talking about? They're like Asia. I'm like, I, that's I don't know. They're like. You don't know Asia? I'm like, well, I, I think I do, but I think yeah, we're having a pro. It was <laughs> it's uh, yes. Yeah, so I was uh, asked by Microsoft back in I think it was 2020 or maybe it was last fall. I forget what year. Uh, to be in an ad about how to pronounce Azure or, or Azure, and it was I think the 11th anniversary of the cloud, and nice. I got end up sent like the, uh, you know, somebody reached out to me and they're like, I think you should also have a say in this. And I just did some off the cuff thing, but yes, Mama, Mama Cloud has the final say. My parents actually walked around the house. They were, ho they were home the, or here visiting the weekend uh, that the final compilation was like put together and sent to me. My dad's like, can I be called Papa Cloud? I'm like, you know what? I think that's appropriate. You Mama Cloud and Papa Cloud. Mama Amazing. Cloud and Papa Cloud, I'm Baby Cloud uh, on Twitter, and I guess little clouds are my siblings, so since they're younger than me. But yes, it does cause confusion in the workplace and even causes confusion for myself because I'm like, did I send that email? We're like, I'm a sure. It was, it was not me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like <laughs> all, automated emails and stuff coming through. It's like you worked really hard yesterday. It sometimes scares me because I'll see I'll see an email from from Azure Azure. I'm like, what what did I do? And I'm like, oh, it's it's not me. It's fine. I, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Still causes some sort of panic though every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, for me, it would cause panic for me. I hate it when I hear someone say my name and I'm like, what? That must be like, but this is a really good point. Your name was native SEO. That is a very good point. I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm I'm a walking ad. I still I st I still need to talk to somebody at Microsoft about this because I feel yeah. like they're kind of keeping me at an arm's length. I'm the original. <laughs> exactly. I mean, either they change the name or they just pay you like monthly kind of rates for the use of what is clearly your name. Yeah, I, I was going to make a, so I looked up the domain powered by Azure and it's not taken. And I was like, would Microsoft sue me for claiming that it is my name? I don't know if I want a chance it though. <laughs> yeah, <but you> <laughs> they have more power than I do, that's for sure. Yeah, they might have access to slightly better lawyers. I don't want to judge, but I'm sure they're kind of legal, but in that regard, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think we'll but you surely you, you could make so much money out of it. I mean, just get the domain and then make it your own. I'm sure, I mean, you know, probably you can't, but you know, it would be would be cool if you could. I'm sure there was someone who like got the domain for something like 21st century fox instead of 20th century fox. So when it changed it might have been one of these complete garbage stories, but it kind of sounded accurate at the time. And then like, you know, 22 years later, I'm still spouting it as like fact because I read it in some, you know, crappy magazine in 1999. You know what? There were a lot of things. Uh, in 1999, anything that you saw on the internet was absolute fact. I don't care if it was, if it was actually untrue. It's fact. So it's you're right. Actually. Yeah. yeah, you're right. We didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on the, was it GeoCities or something? I saw it on the GeoCities website, okay? Yeah. RIP. GeoCities. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. That's, that was a beautiful thing. I feel like my space in GeoCities were where a lot of us ended up getting our tech start. And the youth will never know what's that, what that's like. Yeah, it's true. So easy. We were there. We were there. We, the origins we were of it all. there at the inception and you know when they decided earlier this year that it just was time to live another life i was yeah, actually pretty mad when done. i saw that yeah I was I, the thing i don't understand is how myspace still exists i mean the website Wait, still let, let, hold on i gotta search hold on this is not true yeah if it's some garbage website with like news and like um, oh, is this is this the same MySpace that no, this is this can't be. Somebody just buy it? I mean it's got the same logo, right? Is it well, I'm gonna, I, I'll drop the link for, the, for those who want to check out MySpace. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh hmm. I mean Jersey is dead, this is clear, but but no idea what MySpace is trying to do. It's like I feel like they don't want to let the domain drop because someone else will right. clearly buy it immediately. I mean it's it's like website folklore, right? I'm a folklore is probably the wrong word, but legend, I'm not sure you can call it. I don't know, I forget words. Yeah, that does not look like the MySpace that we know where you're, uh, it would take so long to load your page because you had sparkles or music or, you know, whatever whatever on it, yeah. Yeah. Those were the good days. What was the name of that guy who had, he was always your friend or whatever, or your connection straight away? There was one, it was like Tim or someone. If you Did had- and like, if you went to MySpace 
and you started your account, there was always one person who was like automatically everyone's friend. Oh, ooh. you know what I mean? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to go down to MySpace. I'm gonna after the show. I'm gonna go down and complete MySpace rabbit hole because yeah, I've ruined your day, right? I'll report back. I I was looking for my profile one day. I don't. I'm trying to remember what it was, but very recently somebody mentioned something about remembering where their my their MySpace profile was or having screenshots or something still existed. And I just I don't even remember what my login name was for that so I, I wouldn't even be able to like hunt it down it was somewhere like in the archives of the internet you could find your myspace page and yeah. unfortunately it'll ever happen for me because i don't remember what it is well i'm sure it's been it's in some kind of list that's been hacked and put on a csv somewhere um so maybe just try and find that list and and then you'll, you can you can log back on and you know okay. stop, <laughs> you can restart the myspace thing i'm not sure <laughs> Restart the MySpace there. I have to say, like with social media, uh, like I'm active on Twitter, mm. but really in my personal accounts, like Instagram mm. or Facebook, I'm not really active at all. And almost mm. if I had the choice, I probably wouldn't be on it at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a little strange for, I don't know. It's, it's very weird. I think because like Twitter for me is mostly like tech stuff and then I like dick around yeah. on the internet, you know, and whatnot. And uh, I don't know, everything else just, I think I just, I can... I'm like, oh, I like to peer into people's lives and be like, you're doing well, good job. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very voyeuristic for sure. And I, I'm the same, it's like people that you knew years ago and you still kind of like peek into their lives a little bit voyeuristic, you know. Um, I closed my Facebook like two years ago and that was awesome. Instagram I have because I have family back in the UK and want to fit with the kids the standard stuff um but with twitter i do love twitter obviously i use it pretty often however sometimes i convince myself like i just said right now that i really like twitter that's not not actually true because as soon as you like peek out of like your bubble it's like oh yes. this is all completely shit that's right exactly like, oh no yeah uh yeah. i'm gonna go back over here to the cat videos yeah and yeah I I think that's what's really nice about Twitter is that you can curate your feed yeah. to what you want um, yeah. and follow the people that you want. Although I feel like in some ways, like the algorithm has changed for sure. And I'm like, God, normally don't do this. It's just like Instagram. Mm. I'm not a fan of what they're like pushing reels a lot. And it's like, I want to see my friends' faces. Mm. And all yeah. of the videos are funny. I'm like, this isn't TikTok. And I think that's maybe where they're trying to go is like TikTok style. Yeah. And I don't have a tiki talkie so. I, um, um, I, I mean, I decided that, I mean, I didn't decide, I just realized, but then I thought I just made a rule as well that I'm, TikTok is definitely something that I just feel too old for. I'm sorry, I might be, I might be wrong, but I'm like, I can't be bothered with that, it's too much. You know what? I love this part of adult hair, which is like, I don't have to care anymore. I don't have to keep up mm. with the latest thing. I am leaning in to lying down that's a line from a comedian that uh i really like but yes who is it it's really good I like that oh uh um oh well now here we are it's the memory okay. thing again oh yeah i um, can't remember any names when i'm doing this these conversations yeah sorry i interrupted <laughs> <laughs> oh and i can see her face right now and i can't remember ali wong there we go Wong, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. My, she was my guess was was going to be Taylor Tomlinson because I've been watching a lot of her stuff recently. I love her too. So oh, good. If anybody so needs funny. any comedy sketches, please. Yeah. I actually like yeah. Taylor Tomlinson better than Ali Wong. I think Taylor. Yeah, me too. 
yeah, yeah. But Ali Wong had this thing about um, she was joking about like feminism. Like I wanted to stay home. Like my husband is the you know the stay at home <laughs> spouse and takes care of the kids and I make all the money. And she's like feminism like ruined it because I wanted to lean into lie down and it always just cracks me up. Um, just yeah. a very good line as well, lean in the lie down. It can be like a slow, it's, it's true though. It's definitely, there's a wonderful thing of the, I mean, I found out when I got to that age, when you're like, when you're young, you're like, oh, it's about like music and the latest everything. And mm-hmm. like, oh, when I get old, I'll, I'll keep trying, I'll make sure that I stay. And it's not the fact that you can't put in that effort, it's the fact that I don't want to anymore. It feels like, to me, it feels like way too much. <laughs> like, Gotta pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. Like you want me to eat two to three square meals a day and keep my house relatively presentable, presentable and get sleep. Yeah. You can only pick and then also keep up on like pop music and everything. I don't know. Seems yeah. like seems like yeah. a lot. Seems yeah. like a lot. <laughs> it often feels feels like, feels like our careers are getting in the way, right? It's like oh, I've got a little yes. like, tech stuff, and they release stuff more than once a year. That's a bit excessive, okay? It's monthly, right? It's like I've got to learn this, and then oh, someone posted this blog that looks interesting. I have to learn that because there's going to be, and then it's just this rabbit hole of learning. And and it is fun. I do enjoy learning all this cool tech stuff, and you know, you know, having a job and you know, receiving money on on a monthly basis comes in really helpful. Um, but at the same time, like my 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 family were just away for um, for two weeks. My wife and my kids they were in Italy. And so I was like home alone for two weeks and I did a whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. I just, it was. I proof. Thank you. Yeah. I, everyone needs that time. Everyone needs time to do nothing. Like, and when people say, what did you get into? I'm like, I'm proud to say I did nothing. And it was I awesome. I feel like that's really hard, especially when you do community things. It is very easy just to keep going and going and going. And mm. I think for a, you know a while, because um, I got involved in Power Platform like end mm. of 2019, and I was so excited about it that I spent my free time doing it too, right? It wasn't actually part of my mm. job description at that time. And then now it's that, what's the difference between my job and my hobby? Because uh, even when mm. I started, you know, like consulting, you know, doing independent consulting, whatnot, I was like, it's still just a hobby uh, because mm. it felt less like, Hmm. I didn't want to be considered like a workaholic to an extent, but it's it's very interesting. And even even now, like now being fully in consulting, it's very easy to be like, this looks interesting and I want to play with it. It's mm-hmm. like, but what's the, what's the difference between my hobby and my job now? Because mm-hmm. it will, you know, inevitably become helpful for my job. Uh, so for me, that like coming into this industry, it's there's a bit of a, of a disconnect on like, where's the balance, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I think for mm-hmm. the first, because I just hit six months, I think actually today. Um, Congratulations. Very cool. Thank you. And for the first several months, I was like, my my time outside of work, I don't want to be doing anything Power Platform because I needed to recover from you know, mm. burnout anyway. Uh, but I also acknowledge that like, something feels like it's missing too because I'm not mm. seeking out the things and, and spending you know my waking hours doing that too outside of you know my job. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, it's having a job as your hobby. I mean, there are some wonderful things about it because I never, I think I've said this before, I never really kind of dread Mondays. I'm like, oh, Mondays. Well, mm-hmm. I kind of like, okay, I'm going to work now. It's great. This is fine. Um, so there are 
certainly lots of benefits to, to feeling that way. But there are also some huge drawbacks. And as as you say, it's it's this really just feeling that, you know, what's the difference between my hobby and, and my job? And it's easy to do like the extra hour, sometimes more and more, <laughs> because if, oh, well, I'm learning and I enjoy learning. And, and I'm doing fun. Yeah. It is yeah. fun. It is fun. Um, that was a, a home office uh, problem as well. Because, you know, back in the day, you would just leave the office and I'm, and I'm done. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I found that too. It's so now we're now just... Yeah. And you just walk up one floor and then there you go. It's yeah. So. If I have to even even yesterday I was like drying myself away from my computer because I had found there's a problem I'm trying to solve at work and I hadn't seen like any blogs about it or anything. And I, I like mm. got to it and then realized it wasn't gonna be scalable, which is fine, right? That's part of the whole discovery process. Uh, yeah, but sure. I was like, okay, you need to turn off the light in your office and leave and shut the door. And that's like my mm. boundary is like, when that door is closed, we don't walk back into the room. Um, and for nice. me, there's nobody else to take my attention normally on on days, right? Living by myself. Mm. So mm. I like easier to justify staying at my computer because nothing else yeah. is waiting for me right on the on the other side of the computer um Makes sense. yeah yeah so putting in firm boundaries i'm like okay gotta get off by this time yeah. <laughs> be okay. I, it's yeah i mean that's a great i mean so, the, you know so the doors closed i'm not gonna go back in until whatever tomorrow it's great i mean my original idea um was i have these like lights and like you can put them on timers of course right yes. so yes. i was like okay cool and this was back when i was working evenings because of what i did the height of the pandemic when the schools were closed i was doing this um school the homeschooling during the day and then i would start work around about normally six seven o'clock in the evening and i would work like right through like half past three four o'clock in the morning yeah. um so i i timed all my lights on my desk just to go off yes at, um whatever like when i was half past three or something because that, that's like my mind. But then it got to summer and it was like, I didn't have to do that because it would get light outside. And I was like, oh, the sun's <laughs> rising. It's time for bed. It's, you have that indicator though. An old colleague of mine said she did something similar and she would have the light staggered at certain times. So by 8 p.m. she needed to be out of her office uh, because there would be no more light in the office. And I was like, hmm, that's actually a pretty good idea too. It is a cool idea. And I have this, this image in my head now of just quite a, like a, a big office. And the only lights that are gradually left on are the ones that like lead to the exit. Ooh, that's a good one. I was thinking like right over you because you can see it from a distance, you know, like starting that as well. Yeah, it, but that's like, it feels like a, like a, a darkness kind of coming in like some, from, from a horror film. And <laughs> I used to, before I, like one of my first jobs, uh, I used to work a night shift. And so I'd work roughly mm -hmm. like 1 p.m. to 3 a.m. And mm -hmm. the only people who would end up being left on like the site was security. Mm -hmm. And so they were nights where I'd be working, you know, at my computer, like once I came out of the lab and the lights would just shut off and you kind of like panic internally, but you're like, oh, it's on a timer and you just wave your arms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good times. Lights on <laughs> Yeah. Good times, right? Lights on time. I forgot about those. I remember working offices when they have like lights on timers and like I think the company that I currently work for. I could be wrong. Some company that I work for had lights on timers like in the bathrooms, which was like the worst idea. It's the worst. Sitting there like an idiot on the toilet, like like who who was I talking to? Oh, I went I went out with a, a friend of mine for her birthday, and she mm. said that she had that recently happen to her, where it was a like she was in a stall and the lights went out, and she's like, "What what do you what do you do at that point?" Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. see anything 
ridiculous right do you wait for somebody to come do you like try and push your phone out and then like dump it in the toilet you know like there's so many possibilities here you try to like waddle out of the stall as fast as possible i don't know <laughs> all of those options make you look like a bit strange if someone else walks in they're like exactly. do you want the toilet in the dark or like if you have the top if you have your torch on and your mobile you're like are you just sitting there with your torch on the toilet that's weird I feel like you you don't understand what I just had to go through. Um, yeah. Someday we'll all we'll be faced with that kind of reckoning, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> have to throw out a poll. What have you done when the lights have gone off in the bathroom in a public place? <laughs> What's yeah, the this is a, yeah, it's such a, <laughs> such a, it's such a normal question to be asking someone. So, no, not not <laughs> not power order or anything. About about you know toilets in a, in a public bathroom. My God. Um, my, my, my wife actually just got a, a new job because she learned how to automate, by the way, which is very cool. Oh, so congrats actually, yeah, to her. It's, it's life-changing. Um, Definitely be life-changing. I, I, it's, it's, uh, she's really happy and I'm, it's really uh, cool. So I'm looking forward to getting started. Um, this, of course, brings us back to Power Automate. I don't use Power Automate as much as I should, you know? Um, I, I used to use it quite a lot. I developed, like, I developed, I created some, like, flows to get data from, like, APIs and stuff, store the mm -hmm. data. And I loved it when um, the Power, Power Automate visual came into Power BI. That was very cool because um, it was just the ability to kind of use these, these um, flows and stuff. But I recently set one up for really simple stuff because I forget. I was like, oh, didn't there used to be a program called, or isn't there still a program called, like, if this, then that? And mm -hmm. I was like, well, just use Power Automate because you literally have a license. And it was like so stupid. It was like when my when my video was posted on YouTube, post about it on LinkedIn, post about it on Twitter. I mean, like really like basic stuff. That's not, but that's not dumb. Like that's that's efficiency right there, right? Just laziness, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I say I say it just automate like the important things so you can do other things and that other yeah, can be any anything else right it could be yeah. you sitting on the toilet with your torch in the dark um <laughs> <laughs> more more time to do that you have less there's you have more time to panic i don't know uh make a cup of coffee it's whatever you want to do with that extra time True. Focus on something else. So as long as yeah. it delivers value to you, you can also spend eight hours automating something that's going to take you five minutes to do manually, but, you know, not something from yeah. experience or anything. But it, it's exactly. <laughs> it's, what, it's what you learn on the journey, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I I use that on, on the daily. I've, I've had simple mm. flows for myself, but my last job, it was remind myself to turn in my timesheet on Fridays or expense reports. But put it on a loop. But on, yeah, just simple things, because then this brain to remember to do it. So I find things like that very helpful for myself. It's just like having a, to me, it's kind of like having calendar invites too. Like I put everything in my calendar. It takes, it's there somewhere. And then it just tells me when I need to go do the thing. And mm. I'm cool with that too. Just frees up brain power. Slash, my mem our memories aren't very good, so we should probably no. be using it more. <laughs> this is this is why we always say like, I'll just Google it. It's like, how do you do this? I can't remember this thing that you've been that you've been doing daily for like five years. Like, how do you do it? I don't know. I'll just Google it because I can't remember. It's just, that's kind of stupidity. Well, stupidity. That kind of oh, memory lapses, should I say? Yeah. Um, we have knowledge of plenty of other things. So if some of the daily menial tasks escape us. Yeah. That's why Google is for. It's fine. I feel like I could remember more if I decided or made an effort to get rid of some of the like the 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 lines or the script from like 
friends that hasn't been on the air for since like what from like 2002 yeah. i don't know yeah. but they are there forever and they will never go away you'll never so go I can't learn things. lyrics that you've memorized since <clears throat> the dawn of time why do i still have spice girls lyrics in my head don't know yeah. they were great but they, i haven't listened were. to their music in in quite some time it's okay maybe you should maybe that's the problem you got listen Actually, to like wannabe and you then, know what? You're right. I'm going to go back to childhood absolutely. and do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. It is. I wanted to go see Backstreet Boys on tour because I know they had paused their tour during the pandemic. And then I didn't get to see them. So that was upsetting. Yeah, yeah, Backstreet Boys would have been cool. They're definitely on high on my, on my list of music that I don't mind being mocked for thinking is awesome. I'm sorry, but there's, there's Backstreet Boys. Is, uh, it was classic. the time everybody that. loved Backstreet Boys yeah. or, or the Spice Girls. I remember like when I was like nine or so in the fourth grade, there was a guy that I had a crush on and he had tickets to go see the Spice Girls. But my mom, Whoa. you know, being right at nine, my mom was like, I think it's a little too adult for you. And I've never forgiven her for it. Yeah, could have been holding hands with Robert and we could have been singing Spice World together, but. Oh man, I don't think, I think the, the only, I, did you have in, in the US, did you have um, All Saints? Do you know this band? All Saints. Mm. No, maybe like, it's more like so. a UK band. They were kind of, I think they were around about like the same time as the Spice Girls-ish, mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but they were kind of like, I don't know, I think they're kind of, themselves as a big like not as popular like they 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 covered like under the bridge all that kind of stuff you know um but i went to see them and consent it was definitely the worst show i've beaten them in my life i went there because i was like Ooh, yeah. yeah um it was good fun of course because it's that's what it's meant to be you know good fun um but i assume with gcse is kind of like whatever some kind of i'm not sure what the us equivalent is there and um my friend was like, do you want to get some tickets and just go? Because we're sick of studying. So we just started, went and, and it was it was good fun. So I'm, I'm, oh, I'm awesome. Interesting. Exactly. I'm looking at them. Yeah. They disbanded in 2014, apparently a few times, actually. And then I was say, back, 2014, was, wow. yeah, they have they've been they take a couple of years off every so often, but it says they got back together for a UK tour of the Backstreet Boys. Wow, and there you go. Yeah, there you go. It comes full circle. <laughs> yeah. I love when that happens. It rounds itself off so nicely, you know? Um, <laughs> I can't even remember what the original point of conversation was. The sound that I'm talking about. Mm, I, I don't music. either. I guess yeah, it really I, I doesn't don't... matter at this. We were talking about power automate and your wife's job, and somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and it went there. Oh, it's getting, we would have more room to remember things if we didn't remember lyrics. You've got a very good memory. There's no way I could have done that. Uh, very I good short-term memory. Okay, good. Take maybe that. just like in the last 15 minutes, anything prior to that is gone. That's <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> where, where does your um, your um, your Twitter name come from, by the way? That was a really random question, but it just been oh. sitting in my head for a while now. I know, obviously, you know. Mac oh, like A, Mac, so Azure McFarlane, and so Mac and Cheese. There you go. No, oh, Nothing revolutionary. True. I'm so stupid. I never thought about that. Hey, my, yeah, my, my yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I thought about changing it, especially now being on the internet more and just not for me finding stupid videos. Um, but I 
like, oh, I don't really want to, I don't want to put my name. So I guess we're just going to keep it in mac and cheese. <laughs> it's not power platform related. It's not anything related. It just is. <laughs> I think it's certainly one of the most more interesting names. So you definitely shouldn't change it. I think I am. Um, Bert, um, Bernard, who's in, in, in the chat here, I've, I've, uh, I've measured him a couple of times of frustration because there's like on YouTube, like at least like three Power BI guys. I'm like, I should change it. This sucks. There's too many of us. And then I'm like, yeah, I can't bother. Can't bother. Whatever. Like, what's what, what to... hmm? So, which Power BI guy? Which one are you? One, two, I'm, three. I'm just, I'm just a Power BI guy. And you have, then there's also the Power BI guy. And I think there's like another one. Um, but like, it's not like if I changed it, it would suddenly lead to, you know, fame, success and 25,000 subscribers. I'm like, I don't care enough. So yeah, that's, that's, it. yeah. Fame, fame yeah. is not my goal. Fame seems like a lot of work. So it seems very difficult. yeah, a lot of I'm like, oh, I have, I have a small Twitter following and I just talk about random, random junk on top of power platform. And that's, that's all the audience that I need. I didn't even need that. Let's be honest. Need it, but you just <laughs> You deserve that fantastic audience. <laughs> You're like, she's talking oh. about what now? Yeah. Um, a point I was going to make about five minutes ago, which just popped back into my head. When I say things like, oh, you know, um, I'll, I'll take a, a, um, a tool that I use frequently, like, you know, um, Power Query. And I'd be like, yeah, it's great. Automation is fantastic because, you know, obviously you're taking processes, you know, and you mentioned yourself copying and pasting, you have to copy and paste because copy and pasting is like, you know, the worst job in the world. And if any process contains copying and pasting, it should immediately just be gotten rid of and, you know, improved with some automation tool. But when I think of Power Automate, and crash, I meant Power Query. Wow, fast, I was talking about Power Query. But when I think about Power Automate, I'll say things like, oh yeah, I'll like create this flow so that I don't do it myself because, you know, because I'm lazy which is a stupid thing to say because I'm literally saying all the time that, you know, you should use these things to make it so much uh, more efficient and so don't have to do it. But for some reason, I say, yeah, I'll just, I, I should just write this tweet myself. Why? Why should I write an identical tweet like twice a week? It seems like too much. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about doing something for uh, uh, one of the groups that I participate in because every month it's somebody's manually posting things to LinkedIn and Twitter. Like we could just very easily, even if you didn't have, you know, a premium license, you can create a SharePoint mm. list and have some fields, drop everything you need and have it post to Twitter. So just think, I think it's fun too. And then if you ever decide, if you want to go back to, to doing it by hand, then have fun with that. Yeah. I mean, I would never, ever do that. It's like, I've made it really easy for myself. I will now make it slightly harder for no hard now reason. Yes, I will make my, that's something that I do on the regular. I'm like, you could just make your life easier if you were to just do X. I do that way too frequently. Yeah. Apart from all, yeah. things that automation cannot take care of. <laughs> it's very upsetting when you realize that this is a limit. It's like, oh, you can't do that? This is upsetting. Yeah. Like, like why, why can't you? Yeah. I thought like, you could do everything for me. I'm going to email Microsoft and please just make this possible as well. So I don't have to do. Anything. I know a few people who work there. They are now going to be my channel to everything. They're like, I don't even work in this yeah. department. That's yeah. fine. Take my <laughs> suggestions to wherever they need to go. <laughs> oh. Oh, are there any, like, cause obviously, you know, you're, how automated knowledge being as awesome as it is. Are there any like restrictions or that 
you encounter quite frequently that you wish or you don't understand it. Mm. Why? Why is it? Why is that? A, why is that a limitation? Why does? Why does that exist? Mm. I mean, or I you're think... so awesome at it, you're just like, oh, I can do anything. No. Oh, I mean, there's a there's a few features that I think are are consistently talked about. Things like the expression box in Power Automate um, is can be a little bit tiny, but then once you go to experimental mode, then you lose like some functionality there. Uh, so I know some people are going to be like, what the heck is she talking about? Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, some of the stuff is like experimental mode for Power mm -hmm. Automate has been in pre preview instead of GA for mm -hmm. probably like three plus years now. Wow. Um, so some of the, yeah, so some of the features are like, when are they actually going to be available for, for wider use? Mm -hmm. um, I'd say that's one. And then depending, honestly, sometimes how like your organization's like data loss prevention policies are set up, mm -hmm. you don't know going into the you know like flow editor what's available for use and what's not um mm. and so like you know for example i was building in a client's tenant yesterday and went to put like the the connectors themselves were unblocked but i couldn't see the policy that prevented me from using a non-business um. and a business connector together until i actually put it in the flow and then i got an error message and then i couldn't even save it so mm. it it I think it depends. Some things are a little bit more tricky to figure out, um, maybe from mm. like a business perspective. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you don't know until you start building something, or sometimes until you actually test the flow out, and then you'll get an error that says, "Oh, this violates you know some policy." And you're like, "Well, it would have been nice to know that before I built the thing or had the yeah. idea for it." Yeah, it's like surprise. <laughs> surprise! Can't do anything anymore. That's cool. That's that's fine. I also think if anybody's listening for Microsoft, that Excel connector, can we please fix that? Because Excel is is problematic. But I yeah. it's needed. A friend of mine reached out to me yesterday from a different company. She's like, hey, um, you see this email? And she sent me a screenshot of this email. It was yesterday's date, like twice in the same format. She's like, Flo's telling me that these aren't the same date. It's like what? stick it in a compose step and she did and you know like it <laughs> it was fine and i was like sometimes you have to trick flow yeah. into thinking things because i don't know mm. i ran into the same thing yesterday working with like some output of like a parse json step and flow was like this is not an array and i was like it very clearly is i stuck it in a compose <laughs> step and it worked so i i don't i don't know if that's a cool tip stick it compose will be your friend Stick it in a um, what's it called again? A compose step. So it's a yeah, it's a data operation action mm. where it give like you feed things into it and it comes out. So if you want to mm. say you have a, a workflow with um, let's say you're going to be sending an email, but mm. depending on maybe the criteria, maybe there's three different paths that the email could take. Like you want to send mm. an email. If today is Monday, you want to send a Monday version of the email. If it's Wednesday, you want to send a different version. Instead mm. of creating like three different email action steps, you could mm. in a compose box uh, or a compose step, like format everything that you want to, and then mm. just stick the outputs into the email. Um, even better, you could, you know, you could you could also up that too and make it a little bit more comprehensive but if you like the email steps use html mm. you can format mm. in html like write it out in actual code and then when the email mm. sends it'll come out in there but it's just an input output box if you were to format that in mm. markdown and stick it in an email step that uses html then you're going to get all the markdown code it's gibberish so it really is just like a 
feed it an input, get an output. You can do calculations in it, formatting, expressions, all the stuff. I, it's really like a nice container for things. Container for things. Like it's it. a container for things. It's a, yeah, a container, container, for, container things. for things. Yeah. That should be what if, if you put on like a hover over and explain what it is. It's a container, container for things. things. You're be like, what do That's I put cool. in it? Toothpaste? Love it. Not things. Just try, try and put things in it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, try something else. This is how we learn, yeah. right? Yeah, no, no, exactly. I appreciate Compose a lot. It makes things this um, comment from, from, from Jeff is, is quite accurate, though, about the great Excel date <laughs> memes out there. This is a good point. It's, you know, Excel and dates are yeah. not best friends. No. I mean, you know, just someone like me. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm doing something wrong, but it, everyone has, has the same issue. You put in like a thing and it's like, what is, what is this? Like what, what is that? Or whatever, yeah. What is, what is this? Yeah. Just... Have you seen the, the Excel dress? Oh, I have to find this. The there's Excel a, dress. There's, a, there's, there's an Excel dress that actually has a dress that has like the Excel logo on it and like some cells awesome. and everything. Yeah. I'm obviously Googling it right now. That's pretty cool. I, and if I, if I find cool. it after the show, I'll be sure to, there was a tweet that came out with like a woman. I think she might've worn it to a conference or something, or maybe it was some like international like geeky event. And, pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to post a link in case this is the one that you're talking about. Okay, please. Yeah, please do. I would, I would love to buy one and maybe that is my next step. I don't own really any yeah. like, Power platform swag. I've got a single oh, really? power apps t-shirt. And that's it. That is, I mean, that this is okay. I'm not a big swag person, to be honest. I know it's quite cool to own stuff. I did buy something today. Oh, actually, it's not true. I got something delivered today, which I really like. And it's this is this um Okay. So Twitter. I just <laughs> hmm? Jeff's link about the the Excel distracted oh, boyfriend meme. And this is great. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That, that is, is very cool. Fantastic. Thanks, that Jeff. Is, that is very good, Jeff, I gotta say. Can I share that screen maybe? One second. See if I can do a quick quick screen share. Yes, quick screen share. It's that, yeah, distracted boyfriend, but made out of cells in Excel and they're all colored in. Oh, one second. Is it gonna work? There you go. That's the one. That's very cool. Love Oops, it. That love is, it. okay. So you dropped this Excel dress and there's a different one. Oh, there's a different, there's an even better one. Yeah, okay. uh, apparently there's, there's different ones, but I like that one too. Ooh, that one looks kind of summery. It's just like, yeah. A, yeah okay. Maybe there's a whole line of like Microsoft apparel that I really don't know about. This is an untapped market, not just like a Microsoft logo. It is what product are you? This should be a BuzzFeed quiz about what Microsoft product are you? And then here's a link to buy the clothing. Today. Yeah. Can imagine you got something terrible though. You got something like, I don't know. <clears throat> What's terrible? There's quite a lot of them. I'm not, I'm not uh, sure. I don't know. I think of access on prem as like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's a little bit, that's a little bit older. Maybe. What if you were that? What if you were yeah. not, what if you were not in the cloud? What if you were not? Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the reserve that if you're over a set yet, you got to type in your age. It's the first thing that you do. And every other question after that, it doesn't really matter. They just randomize things that are, if, like for me, for example, I'm turning 40 soon. So 
anything that's kind of age appropriate, anything that's that's not in the cloud that's for me, right? Because I remember those days before. Oh. I would happily be DOS, by the way, because MS DOS was amazing. Could that be one? I, MS, yeah, that could be one. I remember oh. my first word processor, baby's first yeah. word processor. Yeah, and it was yeah. like a black screen with yellow letters, and it had amazing. the printer paper with like the like the like the, 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 the things on the side that you like. Oh, like the, the dot matrix printers, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep. oh, yep. God, yeah, oh, they were horrible. Yeah. One of those. A room full of those printing simultaneously was an absolute hellhole. <laughs> I used to, I used to really scare my, my parents when I was a kid because I used to when we cut our first com, um, computers, like you know, like whatever they were, two eight sixes, three eight sixes, all that kind of stuff. Um, I used to like buy like secondhand ones and just like do as much as I could. And actually, parents made me because I kept breaking their computers so much, just like messing around with them. And I realized I could write batch files. And that was, so when my computer started, it didn't just go straight to Windows. It said a message before it went to Windows. And my favorite one to put in the computer was like, you know, um, there is an error. Press the space bar to continue. And as soon as you press the space bar, I said, your hard drive will now be deleted. And it like, obviously, <laughs> didn't, delete, obviously didn't delete the hard drive, but it scared the crap out of my parents. It was, and they made me like, no, not anymore. You've got to have your own computers now. I... Gosh, you were a geek from such a young age. I was. I'm so proud. Yeah, I. Well, I don't think I was. I definitely was not that smart. I actually did delete Windows off of a school computer um, in the fifth grade. You know, um, yeah. They I don't should have had more rigorous admin settings. It's their own fault, actually, right? You are not wrong. It wasn't my fault. It was no. not my fault. I, yeah. I, I want to write to your head teacher or principal, and <laughs> I'll remind them. This was I not never, Andrew's fault. Never admitted it. It's not my. It's not yeah. my fault. You should have had better um, measures in place to prevent me from doing that. So absolutely, yeah. you didn't. Yep. You didn't correctly contain my awesome power. Um, therefore, it's on you. This is what you should have said. No. I never thought I would ever go into computer stuff either. I just liked it at the time, and then after, mm. I guess, like GeoCities kind of went by the wayside, at least mm. for me, like not building them anymore. MySpace kind yeah. of just left, left, and I never really considered it. And they've left you. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish I'd maintained my nerdiness through all of my. I had like a ten year gap, maybe a bit longer, where where, where I wasn't. And I feel like I lost 10 years of information and knowledge or <laughs> ability. That's you know? what Google's for. Yeah, this is this is true. <laughs> do, do you do you Come know C sharp? Do you know Python? Do you know I'm like yes? Yeah. If Googling counts if... as knowing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yes, it counts. You do know it. You know it. Just walk in there confidently and be like, I know it, and then you Google. And this is the thing that I maintain, though, that every single skill set that you, that you give, if you're going to rank them, though I don't like when people rank the skill sets, it's weird. Like, on a CP, when people rank the skill sets, it really freaks me out. It's like, and you see them on the templates, and it's like, um, you know, knowledgeability. It's like, for me, for example, I would say Power BI, whatever, 10 out of 10. It's not, but let's pick a number. Like, Power Query, like, 8. I'm like, what's that ranked against? That doesn't what make any that? sense. Yeah. <laughs> So we were trying to do that internally at, at my company um, to like beef up, you know, like consultant profiles. And mm. I was like, but what is, how are we ranking this? Me, I feel like if, if there's a scale from one to five, 
I don't feel like I'm a five. Mm. I would rank myself lower, but also like what, what qualifies as a one and what qualifies as a five, like within mm. knowing power automate, like if knowledge of connectors and actions are like one, mm. then what do you put five as? Because you wouldn't work with every single connector that's available. Like you, you won't know no. everything. No. Of course, no. So I was like, if it's based off of that, then it's nothing, but do you need me to derive mm. an expression? How complex of a build do you want? Right? Like what, where does that sit? So I get it. It's kind of like an arbitrary yeah. like way to rank things, unless you're giving specific examples of like, you should be able to accomplish this by three or four. Yeah. Or if it's like, how, how am I able to perform my daily functions at work? Or if you're applying for a job, how do I feel I can perform the functions that you've written on your, um, what's it called? Job advert thing good English from either. Um, I know what you know. you're saying. It's cool, man. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> as long as we can understand this, this, this is fine. Um, yeah. And, but this is actually what Ben I just wrote as well. Ranking should, well, actually, this is also interesting for me. So ranking should come from the people around you. Kind of, yes, that does make more sense. On a CV, you can't do that. You just shouldn't do it. I mean, for me, it makes more sense on CV. Anyway, ranking should come from around you. The one thing I thought this, that was, it's not frustrating, but I'm not awkward, let's just say about that. I worked for a company, um, and what I'm about to say sounds like big-headed, not intentionally in that way, but it was like, you know, Power BI knowledge. And in that department, it was kind of generally agreed that my knowledge of Power BI was probably the best in, in that team. It was just, mm -hmm. So they said, okay, what's your what's your um, Power BI skills on a scale of one through five? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, what am I judging myself against? Am I judging myself from like someone from like Guy in the Cube? And it's like one. If I'm, and they're like, someone said, and someone was like, was like, well, okay, Ben, no, you're a five. I'm like, okay, thank you. I appreciated that. But then everyone else then proceeded to rank themselves against the five that they just assigned to me. And I was like, this is just massively like, like awkward, this situation. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Rankings are strange. Yeah. Rankings are, rankings are strange. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. I don't know how we got there. As usual, I don't know how we got there. We just spoke, words came out of our mouth, and that's where we end up. <laughs> that's fine. That's words. Uh, isn't it? Is it Cards Against Humanity that has an answer that's just like words, words, words? And I was like, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. This brings back the, the, the previous or the, the latest episode of this Cloud Conversations that you did. Is this the one that was, was just you and Peter? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That was a great episode. It was <laughs> so, like, we don't really know what we want to talk about today, but we're going to chat anyway. And it was such a nice conversation. It was like two people who were just enjoying having the conversation. And we uh, had a great time. Really, I did. can imagine. Yeah, cool. we uh, yeah we had inadvertently taken a little bit of a summer break, and I I get it. People are busy; they're on vacation. Things come up, and and our format with the podcast is really flexible. So when we have time, right, and when the guests have mm -hmm. time, that's when we you know do shows. And sometimes that could end up being we're doing four recordings in a week, and then you know queue oh, them okay. up. Um, mm. or it could be that we don't have anybody for, for a couple weeks. And in this case, mm. we both had people lined up, but they needed to, you know, take some time, you know, whatever the case is, which is, which is fine with us. So we're like, let's mm. just do a, a off the cuff kind of thing. And really we went in with no intentions whatsoever. There wasn't any tech talk whatsoever, really, except for, I think me talking about my, my new toy of portable monitors. Um, right. Very cool, by the way. 
Thank you. They've yeah. come in very handy. Papa Cloud loved them. Um, he almost didn't give them back. Like, sir, you can't. You cannot keep these. <laughs> I need them. You got a birthday present sword, right? He. Mm -mm. He, no, we can talk, no. he and I can have a conversation about it. <laughs> <laughs> he works, he works mainly from home and then goes into the office. He goes into the office like two days a week. So he doesn't necessarily need them, need them, yeah. okay. but maybe, maybe one day. I think doesn't, but doesn't yeah. need them, need them probably describes about 90% of the tech that's on my desk to be honest, but yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like me, I actually will work outside of the house or, you know, traveling to a conference or to a client. Mm. I'm like, I need more real estate. Uh, but yeah, that was just a, a really great episode for us to have some some laughs and, mm. you know, see what cockamamie things we could come up with in an hour exactly. and a half. So, it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned this before we start. The, the thing that happens quite often when, we, when I do these chats is that I'll speak to the person like in the in the room before in the, in the room before we go live, you know, in the studio or whatever. And it's like as we did, let's just stop talking because this would be a good good conversation for the live stream. It happens so often. It happens we do that a lot too. Yeah, and then you also you stop. Okay, that we'll stop recording now, and then you continue the conversation. Like, why yes. did you stop recording? It's like what. <laughs> You know, honestly, I feel like from the moment you walk in the room, you should just start, you should start recording mm. and then you can still keep recording after you go off and then you just put that stuff in as bonus content if you want to or, yeah. or not. It's a good idea. And you can also do the sound check as well as part of the stream. It's like, okay, let's, we're just doing a sound check now. Give it a couple minutes and just like chat as you're doing the sound check, just so you don't miss any of that previous content. Yeah. You, that could, that could be your new intro. It's just the three new, minutes yeah. of people fiddling with their computers. <laughs> Because it happens every time. I'm not joking. Yeah. Every single time. So, mm. yeah, yeah. That's, even when we do the podcast, it's the same kind of ordeal, too. It's There's always something going on. Has to happen. Has to. I did. Um, I used to have a, another project do about like amateur football over here in Berlin, and we, we were recording a podcast, and it was like very, like, when I had like 10% of the knowledge that I had now, just like four people sitting in the room, let's record a, uh, record a podcast because it's been if you put four guys in the room a podcast immediately appears um <laughs> so it's like a strange seance like four it's guys a, yes four guys sit around four a microphone sit and a microphone just like appears <laughs> on the table like oh, I'm not sure. we have to start a podcast yeah exactly who's it I've, I've read someone tweet or oh, so if you want if you want uh, if you want two guys to have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation just sit in a down pillow to podcast i think it was like a bj novak tweet or it's that is so that true. does sound something like BJ Novak would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but it's it's great. But the guy who you didn't do with Peter Rising is it correct? Peter Rising, yes. it's called. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah, he's called sorry. Um, he's from the same area as me. I mentioned it before. We're from like two. I mean, I'm from like I always say I'm from Newcastle. This is complete as a lie. I'm from a, a small town on the coast that no one's heard of, so I call it Newcastle. And he's from. Durham, I believe. This is not private information. It's like, like right there on his LinkedIn profile. I'm not giving away some strange and secret. <laughs> like but people are going to start doxing him now, Ben. Shame. Yeah, I know. I, I feel a deep, deep sense of shame running within me, I promise. Um, but it's one of those strange things. Maybe it's because I'm not sure I'm from quite a small town or the northeast of England is kind of, you know, feel quite isolated because, mm -hmm. of, you know, social, yeah, economic, historical reasons, all that kind of stuff. Um, but when I hear someone with a Geordie accent, I'm always like, oh, that person's from where I'm from. Like, there's only like 10 of us. It's like, yeah, we <laughs> You'll get membership t-shirts for the area yeah. from where you're from. The, the, um, 
in back in the day when Big Brother still exists, I'm not sure if it still does. The guy who did the voiceover, like the, the narration on the Big Brother in the UK, was actually from the same, roughly the same region. Oh. And it was so annoying. I mean, it is quite nice, but it was so annoying. You'd go somewhere and so someone would walk up to you, day five in the Big Brother house. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really nice. People walk up to you and be like, big, I know who that is. And then, no, it's just, no. they're being annoying. Got it. Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll be too grumpy. Here. Yeah. Big Brother put us on the map, right? Big Brother did put you on the map. It still exists. It's just taking a form. I don't watch mm. it, but there's a podcast that I listen to where they do like show recaps or TV show recaps every once in a while. And they were mm. recently talking about Big Brother and something like their 20, like late 20 something season, I want to say. And I was like, wow. oh, this has been on for a really long time. Yeah. I didn't realize it, but also, isn't American Idol still on the like the air or something? Or probably there are there are some TV shows. I'm scared that they'll outlive me. Like I don't want to to be outlived by Grey's Anatomy, for example. You might not have a choice. Yeah, I think I don't. I think this is just <laughs> like day. It's, it's... I I haven't watched in years. I really liked it as like a teenager in high school because at one mm. point I wanted to be a doctor. And so my best friend and I really loved watching Grey's Anatomy. And then to hear it still on the air, my oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like after a certain amount of time and a certain amount of seasons, things just mm. don't really work anymore. I'm a big fan of things that are like four seasons or less. And yeah. then, yeah. Cause after a while you can tell like the writers are getting bored that yeah. storyline storylines just really aren't anything I, anymore. They're just kind of throwing things in there just for the sake of doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I used I used to. I mean, I used to really enjoy watching Grey's Anatomy. To be honest, it was like, uh, back in the day, like you know, with Izzy and that dude who they killed. Because right, I mean, I'm not going to go into storyline because it was still a story. But I, I will walk into a room now where my wife is watching Grey's Anatomy and it's like season whatever is 17, and I'll just ask her who, who's having sex with who and who's dead. This is yes. like important questions. That's really all it is now. Yeah, and then I and then and then I was thinking about it. anyway when you look neighbors. This is a good point. I'm just gonna I'll keep on. I'll bring it, I'll come back to neighbors in a second. But I um I uh, oh, I point. Yeah, I was thinking about the, the characters, and I was like, wait a second. At some point, did someone think that the characters' nicknames McDreamy and McSteamy were clever or funny or good? Like how would how were those McDreamy and McSteamy? Like come on, man. I don't even know where that came from. This is very strange. No, didn't that come from the residents like crushing on McDreamy and McSteamy? That's I think yeah, that's but, where it came but, from. But I want I want to know why Muck. Why is oh. it Muck Steamy? Why Muck Dreamy? Why not just Steamy Dreamy? I never thought asked that question. The real questions here. We might have to contact ABC. Who? Nobody ever questions it. AB oh, the uh, at least over here, the broadcasting company that runs it, that runs Grey's Anatomy, is uh, ABC. ABC, okay, yeah. Sorry, I thought, like, uh, I, thought, I thought you said Amy C, and I was like, who's Amy C? And I was like, isn't there, some, <laughs> isn't there someone called Shonda who write who who writes it or something? Yeah, okay. ABC. Does Shonda write Grey's Anatomy? Hold up, did I not know this? I, I'm probably yeah. Really actually, yeah, she, she did create it, and she does do good stuff. But at 19 seasons, 19 is a very. I wonder if she's still 
writing or producing for she's probably like an executive producer right after get, yeah, it's, yeah. you get your ex- executive producer days it's like yeah just give me the money i'm not doing anything but just yeah, yeah 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 just just give me the check. that's it Absolutely. Yeah. I, Shonda does write some pretty, pretty good stuff um, that I need to at some point catch up with. So she did, True. she had a hand in Bridgerton as well, which I thought was really nicely done. I enjoyed that. I've heard good things, but I haven't, I haven't seen it. But she apparently she wrote Inventing Anna, which I watched recently, which was pretty good. Oh, um, that that explains why I've heard good reviews. I am not great at pop culture, I'll put it that way. Like, okay. there is a long list of TV shows that's just, it's not even like a physical list anymore. It's just a mental list because we know it, I'm going to lose it to song lyrics anyway. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> When I hear things like, oh yeah, that's that's good. So I have to go shows based off of recommendation at this point because I know I'm never I'm never mm. going to catch up with said list at all. No. Um no. and watching TV by myself, I get really distracted anyway. So I tend to do shows that are very like short in, yeah. in length, like you know, 20 minute episodes. Like right now I'm really loving Only Murders in the Building with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. This is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. It's 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 great. And me and my colleague, we were we had like a ten minute call today to be like, did you see last night's episode? Who done it? And we have no idea. Uh, but yeah, it's either things that are very short, or I have to typically watch them in like a foreign language so I can read subtitles and I have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, that's actually it's a, it's a decent trick. But my, I, I enjoy watching things that are not in, uh, in in English for sure. But I find, as you say yourself, I'm normally doing something else as I watch. So I. I didn't watch anything with subs for so long because obviously, you know, I can't read them. So when my family way, I was like, okay, let's just catch up on all the, all the subtitle stuff. And I watched some it was pretty nice stuff. It's a couple of Dutch sitcoms or uh, whatever. And this, there's a lot of it. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. You get exposed to like other things that you typically wouldn't. Um, mm. There's um, one of my favorite movies is A Man Called Of, and it's uh, a book written by, an Amer- I think, the author is American, Frederick Bachman. Uh, mm-hmm. He also writes a book called Anxious People. Both are very good. But I saw the movie, and it was produced by like an indie filmmaking company, but it was all in Swedish, and it was the best absolutely yeah. the best if you need like a heartwarming film with really no plot that'll make you laugh okay. and cry that one's it cool so thank you i'll then, check out i'm just cool yeah i watched the movie first not knowing that there was a book and i've been reading the book uh and i thoroughly enjoy this author's writing style too so very nice. very good i think they did a very good job with the movie like after having read at least a portion of the book i was like they really did a, a, a great job Anyway, nice. that's it's, almost, no, it's almost good when the house Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I think, wasn't it? The... Not the Tom Hanks version. Apparently, there's two versions, not the Tom ah, Hanks okay. version. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it reminded me because you mentioned it was Swedish, and I, I, there was a film, and I think I think there was a film or a, which is based in Brooklyn called The Man Who Crawled Out of a Window. It's called The Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared. Also, Swedish author, I think a Swedish film, kind of very funny, though. I um, really enjoyed it. Um, that would that would be my my recommendation okay. back to you. Ooh. Just kind of like, uh, but yeah. This is highly Honestly. rated online. Yeah, Goodreads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Check it cool. out. Cool. I, I like this. Let me know what you think, mate. Let me know what you think. Okay. Jeff okay. likes it. Jeff Jeff is a green. Fantastic. I like it so cool. much. That count as a, a double recommendation. Yes, cool. I love it. 
We've been speaking for a lot longer than I planned. I do apologize. I'm sorry. I told you like cool. 45 minutes. We've gone like half an hour beyond that, I think. That works. It was a nice brain break um, from Good. from today, from work. So thank you for having me. This was great. No, no thank you. for. for I, 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 again, I'll say I apologize for the, the time I canceled on you. You know what happened, actually? I said, oh, by the way, I love the way that you're really kind of into you know, taking care of yourself and you know, listening to your, your body and stuff. I try. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to admit that the last time was my, my own fault because I was like, I've got the doctor and I, I got and I completely forgot. I got an injection against like tetanus and like three other things. Forgot I had it. And then the next day, the next two days, I felt yes. like ass. Yeah. Um, that's why and I was like, why am I so sick? I was like, I was, yeah. getting, I was giving myself corona tests. I was like, no, I'm fine. See you in there. <laughs> and then my wife's like, didn't you have like an injection? I was like, oh. You had a couple. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad that you I'm glad that you decided to take care of you because I understand in 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 a way we almost feel like, oh, we're, we're doing these activities to be with people. It's community. And then when you have to cancel on a person and like knowing that people are, they have mm. other things, right? But I mm. honestly, I think at the end of the day is that you are doing this show because you enjoy it. Um, exactly. You're not doing it out of like obligation or anything. Mm. So when you need to take a break, like take a break. Yeah. And people will still be here to watch and listen after the fact. <laughs> yeah. And it's so important to remember that one part that said I do it because I enjoy it. And if, yeah. if you kind of, if you lose, if you forget that very important part and when it starts to feel like an obligation, yes. it quickly, quickly just disappears because it's just, Yeah. I, I've, I've learned, I would say maybe over the course of the pandemic, maybe actually just a little bit before, cause I was the kind of person who would just like say yes to everything and go, yeah, go, go, yeah, go, go. Yeah. And then stumbled across that I'm least part of an introvert. And it didn't make any sense to me that I would say yes. And then feel like agitated or like, I don't want to go hang out. I don't want to do this. And I'm like, and mm. now I realize that that's my ticket to be like, okay, time to dial the nozzle back a little bit if we get to that point and I try not to even get to that point it's being active about like scheduling trying to schedule mm -hmm. like self-care leaving like a weekend in my calendar open with nothing planned but if the weekend appears mm -hmm. and somebody wants to go out like sure maybe we'll do something but yeah. yeah it's being intentional about it I think it's easy for us especially because we love what we do to always mm -hmm. like say yes and commit and go 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 um mm -hmm. but it is very important to rest too so I'm glad you all that to say, I'm very glad that you just decided to be like, we'll do it another time. And I'm like, that works. What's best for you? Works for awesome. Me. Yes, so kind. Much appreciated. Yeah. yeah that's... Doctor. I'm not a doctor, but that's my recommendation as yeah. unofficial doctor. doctor. Unofficial yeah. doctor. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I've, ta I've taken advice from worse. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our, our okay. chat. It was really, really good fun. And uh, maybe at some point in the future, do it again. Yeah, that sounds catch, good. Catch, All right. catch up chat, you know. That sounds um, good to me. Want to make sure that you have enough time to like let your hair down and be shirtless in front yeah. of your fan now, too. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'll do that, yeah, sure. <laughs> and maybe I, when, when we want to do it, we'll do an extra chat. We can do it in the winter time so I can have my, my hair down there. Keep, keep the warmth in. To keep than, it in. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. this is seasonal kind of <clears throat> engagement. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, everyone who is in the chat with the comments and just chatting away, thank you so much. Always appreciate you being yeah. here. And uh, I shall be back next Thursday before I take a two-week break because I'm going on holiday. And uh, 
thank you everyone take care and uh, goodbye yeah see y'all Stop.